everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, today I want to talk about a place that we've been going to. I think I think I heard about this place on Hulhauser, uh, California Gold, back in the nineties, ninety one, ninety two. We were living in L.A. and on the California Gold, uh, Huel and I think his name was Pedro. <laughs> I have no idea. His uh, camera guy. They had a you know. Anyways, they he went into this place, and I think he did a whole expose. Really? Yeah. Never and, thought. And it was at the time, it was I think it was just an import store. It's called C and K Imports. It's right on the corner of Normandy and Pico, across from the the huge Greek Orthodox church right there. Okay. And I think it's been around since the fifties or sixties, this place. In various forms. But I think it started out as an import store, Greek import store. Where they have wine and olive oil and you know four kinds of feta, um, just a slew of different olives, uh, prosciutto de parm, salami. They got ouzo, forty kinds of ouzo. Uh, they've got French uh, fresh baguettes every day. They got different kinds of cookies. They have cheeses. They have so that's where I think it started out. Very small, slender store, and then this this is a multi unit building. And I think by now they probably took over the whole four units, probably owned the whole corner because uh, they, to the left of it was one additional unit and that unit now is their dining room. And to the right of the store is their hot food kitchen where they make, you know, um, lamb shoulder, lamb chops. Uh, you know, they have that the fr- the grilled grilled feta with the tomatoes and the olive oil and the and the uh, the, the chunks of warm feta cheese, um, the spanakopita, the those lovely delicious uh, roasted potatoes, uh, the um, the Greek salad, the 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 the, the, the roasted uh, Roma tomatoes and the feta and the um, olive oil and stuff. Yes, um, which, what was it? What? Would you describe again? What Roast, was it? Like they give you roasted, um, you have to ask for it, right? Roasted tomato, Roma tomatoes with um, feta. It's the grilled feta. It, yes. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And then what's the, what's the other one that's, they have, uh, okay. What's the other one? The one that wrapped in leaves. The gyros. Oh, the. the, the uh, Dolmades. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Spanakopita. Uh, yeah, Spanakopita. And then, yeah. So they have all that delicious goodness. And the strange part about it is that when you order your hot food, you have to walk through the store to get to the dining room mm-hmm. if you want to dine in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, better make sure you have your COVID uh, chingus when you go yeah, uh, because they ask. Card. Yeah. You can eat in the patio like a dog or you can go, <laughs> into, or you can go in the dining room. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Uh, we, we end up doing that. We went over to the spot. They said, you have to have your thing. I don't. Okay. You can sit out in the patio. And there was nobody in the patio. It was beautiful. Nice. It was the sun was going down. Beautiful little patio. Simple. Uh, little uh, plants and things around. They delivered. A nice uh, guy came to the table. Good times. Really good. Um, so we, uh, we've been going there since the 90s. I found out about it on this show. I just, I, I was at the time, I was uh, dabbling in cooking. I wasn't really, you know, whole heart into it. I was an IT guy and I was doing my work and whatever. And I didn't have interest in, in doing any of the food at the time. But I knew that I liked to get fresh ingredients, fresh olive oil. You know, I wanted I wanted legit. I wanted like the, the OG of the OG, right? So um, I remember, did I take you there or did I just go myself? 
No, we went. I mean, I don't know. I've been there so many times yeah. now. I don't remember. But. I remember going there, though, and being like, wow. See, because I, I, I grew up in a similar situation. I grew up in Culver City, California in the 70s, and I was spoiled for a couple of things. Uh, wonderful Jewish food. You know, a Jewish deli was a th- stone's throw from my house. And we could go, we went there all the time for bagels, for sandwiches, for burgers, for delicious uh, plank French fries. You know, that is probably where I kind of had my affinity for a plank fry. A plank fry that, you know, golden, delicious, crisp on the outside, uh, potatoey in the middle. That's probably where I first had it. Maybe pastrami too. So I was, spoil- I was spoiled for that there because it was so part of my life. And then uh, on the flip-flop, I had... Um, a place called Sorrento's Italian Market. And I was spoiled to death with them because they, when you go walk into that store, uh, Mr. Vera and his family, they had stocked this thing full of fantastic imports. Everything, everything you'd ever want from Italy. Yeah. Uh, frozen things, uh, pastas, uh, wine, olive oil, uh, cheeses. They even had a, a meat counter. Cookies and candies yeah. and... Yeah. You can go in there and get, you know, a fresh pasta salad with uh, olives and, and olive oil and, and, and different uh, peppers. And it was, you know, and you could get, um, what else can you get? Fresh rolls. You can get seven kinds of fresh baked breads. You could get... Uh, all the crazy cheeses and all, yeah. the, all the meats and stuff. You could even buy yourself one of those fancy dance espresso, those copper espresso machines in there. They had those on the wall. Really? Oh. Uh, yeah. You could do buy, you know, all that jazz. And I think today they still are carrying on part of that. But I remember going in there and you could and so the, the best of the bunch the brightest part of it though is that you'd walk into the door you make a right you make an immediate left on the on the opposite side of the uh, deli counter and you'd end up uh, at the order the hot food counter that where you could order deli sandwiches you can order deli sandwiches or you can order um their hot food right yeah they, they had, had pastas that were there yep, they the had lasagnas they had meatball, uh, you can make meatball, meatball sandwich. sandwiches yep. yeah mm-hmm. and you know they, they, the family was tight-knit and you could tell they had been working together they were a little bit tacit in there with each other you know it was like it was like you know it's it was, a family it was, was kind of like down by you know you're in the uh uh the merchant marine you're down by the wharf you know there's people are you know, throwing shade at each other and hey uh, go grab that and it was just a family deal it was a little rough in there at times yeah anyways um so it was cool though but i grew up going there like from day one we moved into town in culver city in 1973 and we it was just everybody was kind of interconnected my brother knew people from that that family um his wife family knew their family we were always in there for one thing or another and when you go in there you would order uh, half a dozen sandwiches minimum you'd order some cookies pasta salad i think they had potato salad um you ordered that and you just go somewhere and everywhere you went, it was a party. You so knew. funny too, because yeah, you and I, because I had been going there too, you know, I grew up there yeah. and we went and did the same thing. But I remember when you and I started dating, we would go grab our sandwiches, yeah. grab chips and salads and whatever. Yeah. And they have these great um, Italian sodas. Yeah, right? that, that was it. Because you walked, as you walked up to the hot counter, you got to, you had to stand there for minutes because usually would be a line. Mm-hmm. Maybe five or six, seven, maybe 10 people. Mm-hmm. And, it would kinda, and this place is tiny. Okay? It was tiny. And it was the way it was and laid squeeze. out. It was tiny. And so what, and you had narrow aisles and you had, the, uh, there was like a long counter. I'm going to say it probably wasn't that long. Maybe 10 feet, 15 feet at the most. And it was like, there was always a line of people. Yep. And when everybody that went in there, they were uh, ordering for a group. 
they usually send one guy to go. That's what they would do for us. Yeah. It's like, okay, one of us in order for everybody yeah. in the family. It, it was guaranteed. <laughs> it was guaranteed. No matter where you were, you would say, "Hey, oh, we're going to Serenos. What do you want?" And they and somebody would say, "Oh, I want a combo. Yeah. Oh, I want a you know this or I want a that ham and cheese. I want the yeah. I want the meatball sandwich. Yeah. And then of course you know you the guy that you know because they would have a long list of of sandwiches that you had to order and you'd always screw it up because you know oh I wanted it on sourdough you know what I mean and then you get it you know so. But you, as you'd be waiting there along the counter, they had this the the refrigerators with the windows, and you could see all the the dried meats and the things. They had uh, uh, cylinders of of salami and pepperonis hanging from the ceiling. Uh, they had uh, so you were tempted by all of this stuff. Yeah. So as you're standing there waiting for your to you know to order, you're looking around and everything's like kind of enticing you. Oh, yeah. okay, I want that chip. Oh, and then you see like I said, after you're done ordering and then you have to sit and wait, then you see the 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 refrigerated drink section. Yeah. Beers. Beer, yeah. You get your Italian beers, your you Peroni. Your, yeah. All that yeah. plus Italian soda. Yeah. And it's like, okay, blood orange soda. Yeah. Uh, lem, uh, lem, you know, lemon Pellegrino. The yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So orangina's and yeah. all that you yeah know, yeah that and, and that that right there that's a good point i became addicted to orangina i wish i don't even know why we don't have any in the house right now because i can't find exactly. it exactly i don't and know if that what did they go out of business? i don't know but as a boy that was like the treat of all treat yeah because it slides down it's just you, you they come in these little teardrop shaped bottles you usually only have four that was mm-hmm. that was a clear indication that you were not in Kansas anymore because every soda from Italy always comes in a pack of four. You know, it never comes in six or eight or 12. I thought it's four. was a French thing. I don't even know what it is. Orangina but. is made in America, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, that, you, know, you know what's funny? We went to, uh, this is a sidebar, we went to uh, France, okay? And we were in France in the nine, middle 90s and we were standing outside um, some museum Um I don't even recall what the name right, was, the Louvre, yeah. but at this time of day, we were all thrown off. We had we had never <laughs> been to Europe, where it, we they told us it was fresh weather, which meant cold and clammy. So we were all wearing shorts and whatever and flip flops. I'm freezing my my butt off. I have I'm, I have a 104 degree temperature. I had the flu on the way into town, and um, we're just trying to survive. And we had not we didn't adjust to the European method of eating. We didn't realize that you sh- the world shuts down at three o'clock or whatever. Uh, yeah, two thirty. Whatever it seems like it. Yeah, for a siesta or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. until you go to dinner at seven or eight o'clock. So we're about the time of five o'clock. We're starving to death. So we, we go. We're, we're going around from place to place. And then, no, sorry, we're closed. So we're standing outside this museum, and what we had to eat was a baguette and an orangina. And uh, no, and they stuck a piece of meat in it and cheese or yeah, something or something like know. that it was just like here piece of cheese a piece of you but know that baguette was, and the orangina and that was, was the saving awesome. that was the saving grace for us though, that was awesome because that's what they knew that americans were coming to town and they knew that what they had on hand as as a like a cam like a like a, a saint bernard with a little little barrel around its neck is that was there to save you a baguette with a little bit of meat and cheese and an orangina <laughs> i know Okay, I, I just, I had to look it up. Orangina was developed by Augustine Trigo Mirales in 1933 in French Algeria. Today it is popular beverage in Europe, especially France and Switzerland. Uh, Japan, North America, and to a lesser extent in North America. 
But in 2009, it changed ownership. Orangina has been owned by Suntory. Uh, Suntory, that's a Japanese whiskey what company. I thought in most of the world. In the United States and Canada, the brand has been owned by Suntory and licensed to Ventures Food and Beverage since 2020. I don't know. All I know is I can't find it. We used to buy it all the time in Trader Joe's. Yeah. They don't have and it they don't sell it anymore. God. Yeah. Because my kids were hooked on that yeah. too. And yeah. so then what I did, I mean, I think you know this too. What I did is I started just making my own version of it, which was um, Perrier and orange juice. And I yeah. just would do that. And then introduce the boys to Perrier and lemonade. So, yeah. And then they love that. They and still then love it. Now, the, the hard to come by and somewhat more expensive... Peach Perrier. Oh my God, my son loves Peach Perrier and lemonade together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's their drinks. Actually, both of them like it. So, but uh, back to what I was saying about the Perrier, we'd be at, we'd be walking around France dying of hunger because we were our schedule was so messed up comp- you know, by comparison to the European one, and we'd be stuck in places. And the saving grace to it all was being able to get that little baguette with the Orangina, a, a beautiful. Delicious orange carbonated sensation. Yeah, yum. <laughs> so, so but but we get those. You you would be standing in line waiting along the counter for your sandwich order, and you'd be having this. They have a big big rack full of chips, and then beyond that, as you were leaving that area with your sandwiches all ready, all hungry and smiley, they'd have these uh, bank this bank of refrigerators full of beers and drinks and stuff that you could take with you. And then they had bags of candy and wine. They, they laid it out very, very well. They, they merchandised that pretty good because you made a stop on every one of those little sections to grab <laughs> well, something. not exactly, but yeah, you definitely stopped on a bunch of them because when you, they finished making your sandwiches, yeah. they didn't give it to you right there. They're like, okay, we're going to send them to the, to the other, other side, side yeah. where, where the register yeah. is and kind of on the way out the door. Yeah. So it all works out really yeah. well. Like you said, then you make your way back around, you can buy a few little things and then you back over to the beginning where yeah. the, all the cookies are, the big yeah. section of cookies and salads. And, and then their brilliance, what they did is they had right near the register, they had all these little things that you would want to take, like boxes of fresh tomatoes and fruit and different yeah, different whatever kinds of they had. even eggs, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. whatever it was in all, season. It was all right there. So your bill ended up being a mountain just because <laughs> you had stopped at every section virtually uh, to get something. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant move. But that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was. That's what you were spoiled with. And even on, on a rare occasion, we got to go to Santa Monica to Bay City's Deli. Yeah, which is. Like Sorrento's, but maybe even double. Yeah, it's bigger. They even, I mean, they're, they're, the, what they had, like, a, they had beautiful kitchenware. They have beautiful, they have lots of great, great things. That, yeah. that place is chock full. It was full. a bigger market. And yeah. even with their breads, they had fancier breads, right? Uh, yeah. Different kinds of ingredients. Ingre- yeah, sun dried tomatoes or olive or whatever, yeah. uh, garlic. Oh, and- speaking of which, that's, I, I passed by there this weekend, but I didn't stop. In hindsight, I should have stopped and got, that uh, that beautiful baguette with the roasted tomato and the the basil in the middle of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had these oh, great breads there. They're gorgeous. Sorrento's doesn't have so it's a smaller scale, but the and then the and Bay Cities has a much bigger deli counter yeah. with a lot of different a lot of, of foods. odds and ends. And a lot cool of stuff. different food. The only yeah. downside that I always hated going to Bay Cities is the amount of people. It is asinine. It was yeah. ridiculous. That how whole packed up that whole was. deli area. That's that's a it's kind of adjacent to the to the rows and rows of ingredients. Mm-hmm. 
that you couldn't even get through there without excuse no. me excuse me excuse me excuse no, you me, have excuse. to take your, a number so you, yeah. you go you grab your number and you wait to be called but it, it yeah it, it was just that was the deterrent i didn't like going yeah. there just because it was the parking's wait. rough it park yeah you have to get lucky hope you get a parking yeah. it's not that big yeah. of a lot mm-hmm so yeah, but, I didn't you know, like Bay Cities as much as Sorrento's, and not to mention Sorrento's is closer. To, true. To, and also, um, they always had parking in the back. I never I don't, I don't ever recall being turned away. It was just the, the natural flow of things. It's almost like they planned it inside. They, they had, it, had you in a system, so you were in and out. You know, you were you made your rounds and you got your box out the door yeah. because I remember going there and there was a couple of times later on where you'd have to like drive around a bit. But I think 90 percent of the time for me, I would drive right up and there'd be a spot. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah. So I got spoiled with that. I got spoiled with that. And then when I found a Greek version over there off of Normandy and Pico, Papa Christos. Papa Christos, which is also C&K Imports, which is importing your stuff, your ingredients, and you can buy delicious, outstanding Greek hot cooked food. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is a Sorrento or a Bay Cities, but Greek. Yeah. So I had a beautiful experience at Roland Rye, Culver City, Jewish Deli. I had the Sorrentos right in my town, Bay Cities in Santa Monica. There was even a place out there, a, another Italian supply store out in Aviation and Redondo out in the South Bay. Never it was called the um, Anacotis or one of those kind of the kind of thing. Another fantastic spot. Yeah, never went there. So I was spoiled with these, and that, and I even had a vision of in at some point in my thirties or probably twenties. I was thinking I need to make one of these myself. I, I want one of these. I want to have a place where there's we import wines, we do cheeses, we do you know I mean do what what Whole Foods is kind of doing, but on a small scale, something more refined, something more personal. You know you could have wine tastings, you could have cheese tastings, you could have you know full on meals. You know I just you know which haven't gotten there yet. Maybe one day, maybe one day before I kick off this planet, maybe I'll get one of them jammies. But uh, anyways, Papa Christos. Uh, is something extraordinary. If you like Mediterranean food, if you like uh, olive oil and Kalamata olives and chunks of feta, and you like uh, a nice Italian, I mean, a Greek uh, dressing on a nice light salad with a with a beautiful, tender, delicious, flavorful lamb chop and those golden roasted potatoes and uh, tzatziki sauce oh and, God, and tzatziki, yeah. you know and 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 then maybe a little maybe a, uh on the on a hot a, on a hot day you get yourself a nice little glass of uh, red wine i found a red wine there we drank three bottles of that that night did you guys three really? bottles we went over there to uh to i went over there with david and david bought lunch and i i invited him on that so th- shout out to david um he buys the, we went in there and I bought a bottle of this red wine, fourteen ninety nine. I saw it there next to the, there was a, a basket full of them right there. And I had no expectation of liking it, none. I just said, okay, I need to, I want a bottle of wine. I just order it up. How bad could it be? So we get to the table, we cork it, boom. It was, I don't, I'm not saying it was like the best, you know, $1,200 bottle of wine I've ever tasted. But I'll tell you right now, it was a very drinkable glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we ended up having fun. We had a little glass. And then after that, we I took two home thinking I'll take, I'll have, probably have one over there at the house mm-hmm. and then take the rest home. 
Ended up drinking a bottle of half of it with uh, Frank in the kitchen that night. Yeah. With uh, I had brought up the prosciutto de parm. I brought some a uh, uh, pound of prosciutto de parm. I know. You asked me what can I bring you. I'm like bring a couple baguettes and bring yeah. some feta. And so bring let's some let's deal with that stuff. nonsense. And then uh, so. well, you had a birthday party going on over there at your house. Yeah. And your whole family, the Mexicans, were there. <laughs> and so we go over there, and uh, Frank, uh, your cousin's husband, uh, was we, he and I were in the kitchen. And we're just sitting there shooting the stuff. By the way, we'd all eaten already. Okay, this was Frank and I guess you had, I don't know if you had eaten, but Frank had um, eaten. All of us had eaten a big, huge Mexican meal we had. There was so much food. It was mole, right? Mole and rice. We, yeah. There was also beans um, and puerco con chile. And um, God, there was something else. I don't remember, but the, plenty of food. Okay. Yeah. And Everybody ate. Yeah. So we were all completely done. And then later on, we see you guys in the kitchen with, well, we're, the, with we're, the, the prosciuttos laid out, the yeah. feta, yeah. The, the baguettes, and you guys are drinking. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Started yeah. The whole party started again, so, so only we're, Greek we're, style. <laughs> he and I are in there, right? Well, it wasn't totally Greek because then all of a sudden, Frank re- reverted to form, right? He even said it himself. He says, you can't leave a Mexican in front of a pot full of beans. <laughs> Because he's, he's sitting there, he's got this the baguette out there. He grabs a, a slab of that feta. He goes over to the beans and puts a big scoop of beans oh on my it. God. And he was just going sick. He was going <laughs> deep in the paint. And I, I swear to God, there was a, a there was a point where this man looked at me with the glee of an eight-year-old boy who got a brand new bike at Christmas. Okay? He was happier than two clowns, this guy. And he was, uh, he had this the little, like that little he <laughs> like that, that kind of look on his face like, oh, <laughs> you should have left these bees near me. You know, he was so happy, that guy. Yeah. Well, my mom makes a good pot of beans. No. And so. uh, speaking of which, you need to get on that because she's not going to last forever. Yeah, and those beans We've are tried. special. We've tried. No, they're but, special. Mm-hmm. She, if she doesn't, look, you're, you're her favorite daughter. You need. Kathy's fa- her favorite well, daughter. Well, <laughs> we know that. We know the truth. But in, in, in you need to get that. Uh, recipe or her technique because you know what it's a technique it's not yeah. it is not normal what she does with those beans I know, there's something about her the pace the uh, ingredients uh it's, it's a turn of a wrist it's a slow cook i mean she said to me she's like oh i wanted to make them for my you know for her grandkids my 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 youngest son loves them so much so she's like i got up really early i got up at four o'clock in the morning to start those beans for damien so i'm like oh I'm like, really? Why would you do that? She goes, takes a while. I got to get started early. So. Okay. You need to find find out the time frame because I make beans and I've, I've talked to her about her secrets over the years <laughs> I know. and I've tried to do what she says. I know. Okay. And I'm pretty good at cooking. Okay. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, no matter what I do, they don't come out exactly. Well, you're same. also doing other stuff. Like you put in some meat, some bones. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... When I have followed the recipe exactly. Now, what is it? It's water. It's <laughs> beans. It's a, a half an onion and a garlic clove, supposedly. And then from that point on, it's up to you. It's up to your hand. It's up to your time. It's up to your technique. That's it. Okay. And then at some point in the, in the end of it, you salt it to taste. And something about the consistency Something about the tenderness, something about the the slurry that is created when you refry them. It's unique under her. It is. It is. There's. There's no other dish. I mean, there's. I've made some of her dishes in my life, uh, and I've and I've attempted the beans oh, a dozen times the way that she does it. 
And I'm going to tell you right the now. The last time that you guys yeah. attempted it, you and Damien attempted it, it was very close. The no, only yeah. thing that came down that was wrong is the last the and, refry and, step that you, you used to set on a chili. Well, no, let's even go a step further. Um, the last two times I've made pinto beans, it, it has been a, a, a two-day punishment after you eat them. <laughs> okay? It is two days of hell. <laughs> and, I don't, and, I, and I've said, well, what are you putting? Are you putting something to mitigate the gas? In the beans. Yeah, because her beans do not give you gas. I, I'm not in my recollection. And if they do, <laughs> I, maybe I'll just ignore it. But I'll tell you right now, there's this last batch I made, the gas was on par with Fukushima. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a life-changing nightmare. Well, you put you made it with some meat. No, no, no. That was, that was the one before. But I'm just saying I made a pot per her recipe, and they were delicious. They weren't the same, but they were delicious. Nearly good. Nearly, yeah. So, but the refry was wrong because you didn't make it with the the chile. The, no, no. The, I did, I, I did, I did, the last this last one was the I did use the same. Oh. But I'm trying to tell you is that you, were, you got gas. There, <laughs> the gas was was outrageous. It was outrageous. It was it was outrageous. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, you got. need to find out because <laughs> I'm to tell you right now. You your mom's a lovely woman and she's appreciated and and you know she's very generous with her everything in her life. But I'll tell you right now, the thing that you are going to miss when she's gone, okay, you're going to go, God, I wish I had my mom's beans. Mm-hmm. You are. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is going to do it. But either way, Frank was ridiculous with the beans. <laughs> he was there consuming those beans like he'd never eaten beans. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And he was so happy. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. He was so happy. You, I've never seen. I, I don't good. know. I don't know. He, uh, he was happier than two clowns. Like I said before. I've never seen a man. He had the he he he, you know, like like <laughs> like a like, kid, like a little kid who was left alone with a with an unlocked candy cabinet. Okay, he was so happy. That's good. So, anyways, Papa Christos <laughs> makes me happy like that. Well, and he was having Papa Christos wine, and uh, yes, he was drinking and that baguette, and and that's what I, I recently heard on the show. I heard a show. Uh, what's that one? The traveling show with um, with. Um, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Padma. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay and his two buddies. They they've been off. They went off to Greece and they were there. And they and I understand this is my understanding. Well, this is my understanding from the show that that winemaking in Greece has been hurt. The da- the business has been damaged, and they don't. Supposedly the wine isn't as good. Well, I beg to differ because that red wine was so drinkable. Mm-hmm. It was so good, it, and I, I'm not saying it was like oh, and it was a blend. It was like a Cabernet and can't think of what else. Are you sure you guys just weren't really already? No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. Drunk. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't drunk. That's the point. I wasn't drunk. I was having a great time. I was standing there for a couple of hours. I, we, I were eating little bites of food and whatever. And uh, no, it was it was so good. It, it was like it was like your your daily good table wine. It wasn't all. It wasn't like the prisoner. You know, all the two thousand. You know, two thousand one prisoner. You know, corked. It's now four hundred dollars. No. It was a great daily driver. Okay. It was it was a good Honda. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like extraordinarily full of body. It wasn't extraordinarily berry forward. It wasn't particularly dry. It was just it was all of it. Wine. Great table wine. Great fourteen dollar ninety nine cent wine. And so we were enjoying the hell. We were you know. And Frank and I don't often talk, right? Uh, with the extent we did, and we went on for hours. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Papa Christos is that kind of place. Where you can go and there's something for everybody. God, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I love going and just get, grabbing, 
I mean, if I don't have the whole meal, right? If we don't have a whole lamb yeah. with the with the um, potatoes and all the other stuff, I usually just have a spanakopita. Uh, just oh give me God. a spanakopita, and, and then I'll get the. We take home a, a brick of feta with some prosciutto or something, Little and olives. some olives and the bread baguette, and I'm and, and of course the tzatziki. I'm yeah, thrilled tzatziki. to death. Yeah, I, I'm. That's yeah. I can make a meal out of that any day. I, I can't tell you how many times you and I, I. I'm thinking back to one of my favorites when we were first dating. <clears throat> first dating, we went to a bagel spot on Sepulveda at National. Oh yeah, yeah. And we got bagels, uh-huh. and uh, you and I took the bagels. And we bought. We got had. I remember having those little sparkling Martinelli's. Uh, apple juice, apple juice yeah. a little tall slender bottle and i remember it was kind of a rainy day and we went to the next block over and we went to this uh this tree, tree. that had yeah. all these very very prominent roots uh-huh. you know and i remember sitting on the roots yeah and we had our little picnic there yeah. that to me is what you can do at papa christos Absolutely. you can you can run in there get your box a lot like they used to at sorrento mm-hmm. you know you get your box and you get three or four hot dishes some salads some cheese, some prosciutto, you know, you can get um, some, what they call it, the pita, you can get some fresh baguette, get your mm-hmm. cookies, get your salads, get whatever you want, get a couple bottles of wine. I mean, this is the funny thing too. When I bought the wine at Papa Chris fourteen ninety nine, I said to the guy, well, can I just drink it? You know, can we just, you know, open it up and drink it here in the restaurant, in the dining room or in the patio? Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. You don't have to go there to a place like this and eat. I mean, it's a family-style joint. So you can go there. There's no corking fee. There's no you know weird looks if you're going to buy a bottle and just go drink it in the patio. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. That is another element to it. Yeah, because, was, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, you go to a, another restaurant and they're like, well, no, corking fee gonna, is $5. And you're going to pay the extra, like double the price. It'll be $35 for, the, for that easy. same bottle. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, you're limited. You're not like, well, I don't want another one. You know, ah, it's a little too expensive. But for fourteen ninety nine, we can have a couple of bottles, you know, hang out and have a good time, have a night, have three or four or five people all enjoying their food. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a great experience. If you're if you like Mediterranean as I do, and you know, because I we have nice Mediterranean spots in San Diego, and there's a place called um, PKG, a Panini Kebab Grill, and they're beautiful. They're beautiful sit down restaurants where they have you know full service, great service, uh, good value. They have a family meal for about $35, at least it was a couple of years ago, where you get kebabs and you get rice or couscous or you get, you know, bread, you get all these sauces, you get everything you want for that money. And it's a good, great value. But this is not that. This is this is started out as your old school trading post. You know, you'd have your big uh, gallon tins full of olive oil mm-hmm. from Greece. You get your supplies like your cheese, your meats and whatever. You get your your, your table wine. And then you could just go to the to the dining area, which is an indoor dining spot where they, they used to have a, a guy playing um, whatever that instrument is, the oh, yeah, yeah. mandolin or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, they still do, probably yeah, on the weekends. They have, week, they have music there. Mm-hmm. So you can go and take your you know 15 people family, go eat family style, order meats and cheese and hot food, whatever. You can lay out a nice spread, just like at home. And you can have a guy playing music. I even think if you have a, I saw a dancer there one time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have, it's clean, it's nice, it's, um, you know, very familiar. And then, you know, it's just, but then you can go to the patio and have a similar experience. So for me, if you're in a Mediterranean or, or you come from the Middle East, you like that kind of Mediterranean olives and cheese, and whatever, you're going to have a great time here. Yeah. You know, you're going to end up. find something to eat there. And, and here's the thing too. Every time that I've posted something from there on, you know, they're so appreciative. 
you know, they have a thriving business. They don't need me at all. Mm-hmm. But every time that I've posted a picture or, you know, whatever from, from Instagram, I always get a thank you. I always get a, hey, thank you for that, or hey, I'm glad you showed up, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure it's not just because we do what we do. It's because that's how these people are. No, they're super nice. Very attentive. Yeah. And everybody's Papa there to Christo help. Is when we, yeah. I don't know if he's still around. Is he still he's still around? I think he's still around. Okay. okay. But the well, times he, we have met him, yeah. yeah. He's such a lovely yeah. man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one time I, uh, I took honey. We had the neighbor I has honey. I know, I remember. And I took honey over there, and uh, he has a window. And this is another thing I like about it, because... Uh, Papa Cristo sits in a window where he can oversee the whole floor, mm-hmm. right? And you could see him sitting at his desk up in the upper, up in the upper second floor. So one day I just said, hey, I motioned to him. I said, hey, I have something for you. And I took him a jar of honey and I saw him go up to the desk and he was up there tasting the honey and he gave me the, the thumbs up like, mm-hmm. hey, thank you. You know, and that's the thing. When you have a, a business that's thriving and you have, you have a lot of renown, and then, you know, you have the, somebody just say, here, try this, you know, for free. Somebody take the time to be appreciative, be appreciative and say, thank you. You know, send a message of, Hey, I'm glad you had a good time today. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's like the cherry on top of the whole thing. Yeah. You know, we appreciate them. We appreciate, we want everybody to know how good they are. And then, you know, it's nice too. The, uh, uh, when it gets busy, they have valet parking. And oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know even know if that's uh, cost, how much it costs. I think it's a couple of dollars. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's not, a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. But yeah, they get really, really busy. So it's good that they yeah. have that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just can't say enough. I mean, it, it's the it's a perfect marriage of all these things. And, you know, it's not highfalutin. I mean, everybody goes in there. And that's you, the thing. The too, rich and yeah. the poor. They all go. Anybody can go because you can find a price point for it. Yes. Yeah, sometimes some of the lamb meals are. Yeah, sure. Little, they are. You know, they are. a little pricey. Yeah. But well, so what? You're getting wonderful lamb. You're getting what, uh, uh, fam, you know, good quality food. Yeah. So it is what it is. But I do like this as opposed to like the Bay Cities where there's a ton of ton of people in Bay Cities, but there's a ton of people here. It's still a different atmosphere. Yeah. It's way more laid back here. Yeah. And the valet helps so, you know, you're easy to be able to get your car in and go sure. do your thing. Where at Bay Cities, no. That and the cool part too is that when we sat in the patio, the weather was beautiful. Oh yeah. It was sunny out. Yeah, it, was nice not, day. Mm-hmm. it was not very cold. Mm-hmm. We were under the tarp. You're in California. It's no, I understand. Degrees. But I understand. <laughs> but like even now, right today, it's a little muggy and cold out. You wouldn't want to go sit in the patio right now. Mm. You know, I'm just saying, but on this day. Today is not the best day, but that's rare. Yeah, very rare. But so anyways, if you are a Mediterranean person, you like Mediterranean food. It's one of your big ones. You got to make either, if you're from San Diego, if you're from Orange County, you got to make the pilgrimage. Maybe there's other stuff in San Diego. Of course there is. I have not seen anything. Well, no, I'm not seeing anything on par with this. Mm. Now, I think the closest thing that I could say is probably that uh, DZ Aikens. What? What yeah. does that have to do with DZ Aikens has a similar kind of setup. They have a gift have shop. Greek? No, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about one of these supply store. Like, oh, no, like, no. I'm talking yeah. about if you want Greek. If you want Greek. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And the same with uh, ramen. I have no idea. I don't have well, any. down in no, no, I, Mira Mesa. Yeah. And but I think, you know, the, the thing about Bernie it is Mesa. sometimes you have a place that's popular because of its uh, convenience. Okay. This is not one of those places. This place has all the pieces of the puzzle that are all on another level. They're not like, you know, it's okay. You know, I don't think, I don't think people that go here who are from Greece, who are going to be like, well, eh, you know, this is Americanized or this is too commercial. Oh, this is the Taco Bell of Greek food. 
I don't think this is going to be that that argument. Mm-hmm. This is legit. So if you are a fan and you want something on a level where you can go get your supplies, you can have a nice hot meal, you can take the family, kids, aunts, grandmas, you take your whole crew there. They have a they have long tables. They have an, uh, intimate spaces. You, you, it's 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 a great place to go. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place to go. So, if you're in the area, if you want to make a take a little trip, go to Papa Cristos. And do you have the address there? No, I don't have it pulled up. Let me let me get it's the, on the corner of Pico. And it Normandy. is on Pico and Normandy, but I want to give specifics. Right across from the Greek Orthodox. Yeah, Church. said that too. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's on the corner of Pico and Normandy. It's not very far off the ten. And uh, it's if you, uh, I don't think you, you, I don't even know if you, if you're not even a big fan of Greek per se, I think you'll still enjoy. You, you will turn. Yeah. I think I th- this would turn yeah, you. I think you would definitely. Let me, let me find it here. Papa Christo's in Los Angeles. <laughs> Papa Christo. Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, 2771 West Pico Boulevard, Los Angeles, 90006. And uh, you won't be. It's called Papa Crystal's Greek Grill and C and K Imports. So go check them out. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show. We do. Be nice to each other, and we will talk to you later. <laughs>